joining me for another Worship Wednesday. Have you been keeping up with Hope's monthly book of the Bible? I actually love having a monthly scripture reading goal, mostly because anything that takes too long to accomplish is hard for me. So small chunks and attainable goals is right up my alley. I've missed some days for sure, but overall I'm on track and I'm seeing some interesting things in the word of God and the stories I'm reading. Specifically in the life of David, as we read through First and Second Samuel and now into First Kings. I think I somehow have compartmentalized all the songs of praise and worship and the laments and prayers of King David that are recorded in the Psalms from the actual life he was living that we're reading through in these Old Testament books. I mean, I can hear his pleas for God's mercy and salvation, for direction and strength all throughout the Psalms. So somewhere in my head, I know he is singing these songs from the experience and circumstances he's walking through. Fear of losing his life multiple times, the shame and regret of choices he's made, the death of his baby, the countless injustices that are leveled against him, and the unbelievable sins of his children. The list goes on and on, as you know. But when I read a psalm or sing a current melody that is based on a psalm of David, I can almost find myself imagining that he was in a cozy little room with his harp or lyre or some other ancient instrument, maybe with a parchment and a scroll nearby jotting out a melody line and trying to find something to rhyme with a lyric he had just come up with. Then someone comes in and says, hey, we'd like to publish your songs. So he agrees, uses the money to pay for his studio time, and the scene repeats itself. Except now he's got a few more listeners, and some people have started playing those melodies on the radio or at the local coffee shop. (laughs) That's so silly, right? I guess what I'm seeing, once again, in these months of reading is my tendency to clean up the stories and the lives of those who lived in biblical times, to kind of Sunday school them, if you know what I mean. I doubt I'm the only one who thought Jesus only wore a long white robe with a red sash across it till I was probably in the sixth grade. (laughs) And that moments after giving birth, the blonde haired, blue eyed Virgin Mary was picture ready with a perfectly clean blue dress, white head covering and smiling baby Jesus. It's sometimes easy to look at King David and so many others and forget that they were flesh and blood just like us. They all got hungry and dirty and bloody and depressed and afraid. And except for Jesus, they all made wrong choices and sinned against one another and against God. But let me get back on track with my thoughts concerning David, his life and the songs that he wrote down. He didn't live this crazy, difficult roller coaster life, then find a quiet, spacious place at the end of it to write down how he had seen God be good and how he sees it all clearly now. No, he was writing these songs in the middle of the unknown, in the middle of rejection and fear, while he was being disciplined and corrected by the Lord, when he was literally on the run and in hiding for his life. 
It's tough enough for me to make a joyful noise when my day is hard, but it's really hard for me to wrap my head around the idea that David is not only doing that, but also writing songs from such a place of sorrow, the valley of the shadow of death, if you will. But man, I'm so grateful that he did because thousands of years later, the Church of Jesus Christ is still reading, praying, and singing those psalms and songs in the good times and the bad. At least we can choose to. Today I'm sharing one of David's psalms, another song we sing at Hope. It's recorded by a few different artists, but I love this version by Shane and Shane. It's pulled directly from Psalm 130 and is titled, I Will Wait For You. Psalm 130 is one of the songs of ascent that would be sung by worshipers making their annual trek to Jerusalem for the feasts and remembrances. A Christianity Today commentator says, quote, This psalm is by some thought to have been written by David, either when persecuted by Saul and in great distress and fearful should he, be, should he perish by him, or else when he is in great distress of mind because of sin after the affair with Bathsheba, end quote. It's only a few verses, so I'm going to read Psalm 30 here. It says, Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, Lord, kept a record of my sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, so that we can, with reverence, serve you. I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. Now, I don't know what ancient tune or melody this was sung to, or what instruments were used, but it is powerful, isn't it? My whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. Those words are for someone today. I encourage you to listen to the whole song and note how this modern tune mirrors the lyrics from the NIV translation that I just read. It's a beautiful song, a song of repentance and hope, a cry for mercy and an answer of rescue. I don't know what you're facing today, and while it's probably not the same as David's circumstances, I do know that the same God that came through for him is the same God that will never fail us. So put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love and with him is full redemption. <laughs> 